Wednesday, October 28th, the 302nd day of 2020. There are 64 days left in the year. Good morning, MB, guiding you through in the know at K105. On Litchfield's country station, 1039 The Moose, live online at K105.com. Via the Apple and Android smartphone app, using the SoundCloud or iTunes podcast on Facebook, watch on YouTube Live on Periscope, and the hashtag is in the know. Coming up today, we will update you on the latest news headlines from around the community, the county, the Commonwealth, and the country, Misty already has her cardio in for the day today. An objection filed on yesterday's show. And we are less than a week away from Election Day. It's going to be a big day. That and a whole lot more coming up today here on In The No. Settling into my left, rolling Mach 9 with her hair on fire, is my beautiful wife, the beautiful girl. It's me. Good morning, sweetheart. Good morning. How you doing? I'm good. I'm not really sure at this point. Are you ready to fall back this weekend? Um, You're going to fall back. You're going to get an extra hour. What are you going to do with your extra hour? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. You haven't decided yet? No. you got a couple of days to figure it out. Yeah. You think you'll probably just sleep a little more? Probably. I think I'm overdue. I think that's probably <laughs> what you will do. She's the pride of Pumpkin Center, the heiress to the great mini burger fortune. She's Vera Wang's arch nemesis, the professional bargain hunter's woman of the year. She's Misty Embry Thomas. Hey. hey. Catch your feet up. Yeah. Don't keep them up. <laughs> I don't think the floor was the problem. <laughs> no. But I don't know where everybody else is because yeah. there's probably a family I understand. attached to that family. Uh, so uh, you got your cardio out of the way. Let's go ahead and let's, let's go ahead and state for the record you got sure. your cardio mm-hmm. out of the way yeah. early on mm-hmm. because you got a new coworker in your office. Yeah. And people are asking. So there's my friend this morning. If you're um, not, by the way, if you're not watching, <clears throat> Misty's new coworker is a, a Slytherin snake. An old no shoulders yeah. was in her office this morning. Was, so people are saying it could have climbed up your pant legs. No, that's the top of my desk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's not the floor. That's, that's the, the top that's of the work my desk. surface. So I reached around to plug something in <laughs> and almost grabbed my little snake coworker there. I don't mm-hmm. want to call him a friend. Yeah. My heart stopped. Um, I cussed this morning. I never cuss. Mm. 
<laughs> like now we know all these years we're like what would it take for you to cuss and i was like oh you, heck no will you write down will you write down for me during the break which one it was it's I the just one i text you this morning oh, okay by the way it wasn't just me it was everyone it's that you text then the eradication the eradication team was yes. called in mm-hmm. they were um, there was a deputy on standby there was uh we had law enforcement at the ready mm-hmm. uh, we did but I thought, by the way, that the eradication team, because the eradication team, uh, also known as Ken Hallett, mm-hmm. had said had, had volunteered quickly yes. to help solve the problem. Yes. But then I'm thinking maybe he overplayed his hand because uh, he did. Did he have trouble snaring? Said no so shoulders. He thought it was a. He thought it was the mama, and this <laughs> was Junior. Thank God. Now we need to find mama. Um, so he came in with a golf club. Well, that's always so effective. He yeah, came sure. in with the golf club. Oh, that's I news thought, to me. Okay. What are what what by, are we doing with? By the way, I'd like to point out that a golf club is usually only the best weapon to kill a snake on a golf course. Yes, because it's usually the first thing you have in your possession. Well, you I know. would think another tool might be better off for non-golf course I snake said eradication. You need a torch, a machete, or a bazooka. <laughs> Why do we have a golf club? Mm-hmm. But anyway, he went after it. He said, "I do have Deputy Jared Mudd on standby," and. He grabbed his <laughs> the little guy there, and it bit him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they do, uh, they do do that. Mm-hmm. Then he, you know, it got away from him after it bit him, and got behind my desk. So then he had to get in the floor, as mm-hmm. I am knees to chest doing cardio at this point. Mm-hmm. Turning and, every uh, light in the building on. All the lights were on. Mm-hmm. I went to the neighbor's house and turned their lights on. I think you rented some lights and put them out in the front yard well, and shown them yes. on the building. So mm-hmm. we did, yeah, turn the car lights on, all that. So anyway, <laughs> so I felt, I said, hey, I'll get a grocery bag and we'll put him in a grocery bag because Ken didn't want to kill him. Ken didn't kill him. Mm-hmm. And he said, that's a great idea. So I found a grocery bag in the, in the refrigerator and I brought it to him and he put it in there. He got him in there. He got it tied up and we set it on the couch so we could breathe. And all of a sudden he was gone again because there was a hole in the grocery bag. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so now happens. he's on the floor. Mm-hmm. Ken steps on him, but he's on his tail. Ken's, Ken has on no socks and loafers. So now he's saying, don't bite me. I'm willing. <laughs> I get another bag without a hole. He, Ken grabs him, puts him in two. He's two bags deep now, and Ken goes and releases him by his house. By his house, okay. Yes. I suggested oh, Butler good, County. Yes. I thought unless he was let go in Butler County, it's too close. That's what I said. He I might said, have some type of tracking device to come back. I told but, him as Ken was telling him, I don't want to kill you. I'm like, I want him to kill you. So this is a divided house right now. I thought, so we we used to have a worse problem with no shelters than we have these days. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when we got rid of the rodents, mm-hmm. I thought we got rid of the Slytherins. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. Um, but um, I, I did think about it this morning. There are only about 700 things that plug into a wall or an outlet here in this building, mm-hmm. and all of them are warm. Mm-hmm. And so they are, if you're looking for a warm spot, there are plenty of them around here. So mm-hmm. um, keep your feet up. I don't care. Mm-hmm. That's that, that's um, that's absolutely fine. <laughs> Big day. I don't know if we could even have a normal show today because right? there's so many things to cover. Uh, one saw a lot of tourists who were, um, yeah, she's not joking. Her feet mm-hmm. are up. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I, but. But where your feet are is is like the level of the work surface where you suffered this problem. So know, it seemed like the work surface might be. I saw it, but I can see that one. I can't see what's on the floor when I'm doing the show. So right. now I need, I, my, I need to be able to see my feet and your face. I uh, saw a lot of people uh, <sighs> leaving the Gulf Coast yesterday preparing to uh, for the arrival of Hurricane Zeta. Yep. People along the Gulf Coast woke to a hurricane 
uh, level two, category two storm. They thought it was going to be a warm, so a, a, a one, but a little stronger than what they might think. So the, the remnants of that storm will find their way into the Ohio Valley and into our areas uh, tomorrow. It's going to get uh, warmer, I mean, going to get wetter and wetter as we go throughout the day. Uh, we'll see periods of moderate to heavy rain tonight and tomorrow, localized flooding possible. We'll see cloudy afternoon shower. 63 is the high today. Rain and uh, 100% chance of rain tonight, a low of 58. And then heavy rain tomorrow, 100% chance and a high of 58. Yesterday, had an objection. Well, let's do something nice first. Thank you, Glenna. Glenna, yes. Glenna's, oh, uh, yes. our dear friend, uh, uh, Glenna, uh, Glenna has been here uh, already this morning to drop off our Halloween goodies. Yes. Um, so sweet. Biscotti. Biscotti. <laughs> She's awesome. That's Italian. It <laughs> and she pays attention to details. Mm. She makes these homemade. Yes, she I'll guarantee sure. you there's not a banana in any of mine. No. She knows that. There's no chocolate and Krispies, <laughs> and there's no almonds and right. rice. Thank you. Thank you, Glenna. Biscotti, biscotti. Oh, We've sweet. been a little preoccupied. With the no-shoulders this morning, but I'm going to dig into the biscotti as soon as I can mm-hmm. uh, get the remnants of that no-shoulders picture out of my mind. Mm-hmm. Yesterday, um, we had an objection filed on yesterday's show that I think it's important to address. Mm, okay. Um, Dennis Cook was our guest co-host yesterday. And you'll remember in segment C, I asked Dennis a direct question. Mm-hmm. You did. If, if she, if he... And his wife, Sarah, mm-hmm. had been enjoying Hallmark Christmas movies already this season. Since they're season jumpers, yes. they have jumped right over Halloween and jumped right over Thanksgiving into Christmas. Even on the, le- the waning days of September, we're celebrating Christmas. And so I presumed that they must be in Hallmark Christmas movie mode already. And you remember, Misty, I asked the direct question. And he answered the, the, correct, the, the, the question in the affirmative. He said, yes. Yes, he are gave you my great, witness? He gave great description mm-hmm. of how he had, she was so happy that he had watched the show. Mm-hmm. Well, through in some investigative journalism, I've become aware that he told us a bald-faced lie. Oh, oh, red flag on the pastor, Uh-oh. on the WD-40. Yeah, I hope we have the, I hope we have the remnants of the investigation. His supervisor, <laughs> Mrs. Sarah Cook. <laughs> Contacted me last night to file an official objection that this is Dennis Cook's idea of watching Christmas movies on Hallmark with his wife. It, yeah. If we if this were video, you would see a little feather uh-huh. coming up above his mouth yeah. where he's snoring uh-huh. and he's doing the little feather rotating in the air with his cap pulled down over his eyes. Now, in his defense, on air. He talked about how men love your wives at such a high level, you'll watch the movie with them. But when the microphones went off, he said, actually, I had my cap to the side yeah. so she couldn't see my eyes closed. Did you notice how uneasy he got? He thought we had already, we were setting him up already with the with the very question. Yeah. And I was completely innocent in the question. Yeah. I just wanted to know. And then, lo and behold, I get an objection mm. filed on uh, fake news yeah. on the show yesterday that Dennis Cook actually is not watching Hallmark Christmas movies. Well, he told us He's the sleeping truth. through them. Now, on air, he didn't necessarily say he watched them. He said that he spent time while his wife was watching them. He danced around it. Very. You guys tend to do that. I call it your loopholing ability. <laughs> Wording people around. Is that it, Miss Buckles? 
Did it get worded around? Yeah, exactly around. what it is. Yes, that's, that's a much better. I can word you around all day long. Yeah. Justice yeah. Barrett sworn in for her second time yesterday, and she is now. She was sworn in by Clarence Thomas at the White House two nights ago, and uh, or night before last, and then yesterday sworn in by Chief Justice John Roberts, and so it is official in a private ceremony yesterday. Mm-hmm. So it's official, and she will be getting to work some uh, heavy lifting, possibly for the um, Supreme Court next couple of days. Uh, President Trump's tax returns, which. Uh, Apparently, the longest audit known to man in the history of mankind, the audit. Um, it's going to be a beautiful audit. It's going to be, be a beautiful audit. It's going to be a beautiful audit. I went back last night and watched the the cold open of SNL, and they talked about his health care plan is <laughs> under audit as well, and that's why it can't be released, yeah. and so on and on. But uh, hmm, Malarkey. They may, they may, the Supreme Court may be responsible for deciding the uh, presidential election. I mean, it's... Uh, that's hard, Joe Biden's word. Hard to know. Malarkey. Malarkey. Biden, Biden bingo for the win. Yeah. Uh, 1,786 new cases of coronavirus confirmed over the previous 24 hours. We will cross over ni- uh, 100,000 today. We are at 99,637. Jefferson County still the highest cases. Fayette number two. Warren at number three. 18 new deaths. Reported 5.97% positivity rate. Uh, 913 patients currently hospitalized. That's up 55 from the previous day. But ICU patients are down Monday to Tuesday, 253 to 233. And probably in the next day, I don't think we're doing, you know, probably in the next two to three days, we'll cross 2 million tests. Remember, it was just weeks ago when we said, oh, we're going to cross the million tests performed threshold. We're about to cross 2 million I still though with those numbers, that's not two million people because I've been tested twice. Yeah, absolutely. That's not I mean, people. people are that's doing, not, there are people, people who have had multiple tests now. There are very so, in there. I'd say there are a lot of healthcare workers that are tested all the time. All the time. Right. So yeah. how many actual individual Kentuckians have been tested is what I'd like to know. Governor Bashir uh, continuing to lobby people to if he said if you don't have to do it in the next week, don't. He's also uh, urging uh, people campaigning to limit their campaigning experience. And activities over the next week ahead of the election on Tuesday. And so this is a little bit, uh, I, I, I guess, I guess I will trust in his good intentions in this advice. But I will tell you the optics of it for the person who wants to be uh, maybe scrutinize what he's saying a little bit and maybe be a little bit uh, cynical is, you know, they've said if you're in a red zone, then we need you to stay home. Or we need you to work from home. We need you to reduce in-person shopping. We need you to order takeout, et cetera, et cetera. And so, but then the next day he says, "Oh, and if you're out campaigning, then we don't want you to. We don't want you to be campaigning." Well, there aren't that many races in Kentucky that are right. There's not a lot of camp. They're not county races. Uh, you've got some legislative races, but it's not a heavy slate. And you don't have a lot of races where the outcome are in doubt, Senate races, congressional races, presidential race, unless people stay home. Because the the data says that Democratic voters are more likely to vote early and Republican voters are more likely to vote late and in person. Mm -hmm. So if you get inside the final week and you say, I need you to stay home for the next week, 
if he can just get a small percentage of those people to follow that advice and go, well, it's too late for me to get an absentee ballot and I can't do this and I can't do that, then that's the only way that the McGrath-McConnell races are in doubt. It's the only way that the Biden-Trump race could be in doubt in Kentucky. I mean, that's not enough to do it, but it's the only way to make it even closer. And the optics of that would say, hey, look, I mean, President Trump still didn't, he doesn't have the base that he used to have in Kentucky. Well, is it because the governor told everyone to stay home for the next week? Now, I don't think that it's a calculated move on his part, but for people looking to undermine his credibility, those are the talking points that they will be using. Right. And he also can't say, he'll say, uh, we don't need you to campaign very much, but he won't say a word about potential protests, and he knows not to touch, he knows not to use the word church any longer, because that's going to, he'll end up in Supreme Court jail. <laughs> If he does that, if could he end up in Facebook jail? We all know people who have ended up in Facebook jail. If the governor said mm-hmm. something, you know, that was like violated Facebook, would they would they put him in jail? I don't think so. Like they do us sometimes. No. I, don't, I don't know. It's just the conservative viewpoints that I've seen locked down. Like uh, could be missing others. Red zone numbers still continue to see significant uptick, but I did note. I mean, Hart County's number is off the chart. The per capita in Hart County, 90.1 cases per 100,000 people. Uh, Edmondson County dropped down below 25. They're at 21. I think we've been in that 23 range. But 90 cases per 100,000 people, no matter how you split it, you say, oh, small county, big county. That's per 100,000 people, that's That's 90 cases. so crazy. Did they have their county fair or something? (laughs) There, there could have been something. Yeah, I mean, there had to be there something. There actually could that be was, something yeah, over there. I don't know. They had a tractor pull or something, everybody. No, the Derby. what about that mud place? Oh. I think that's that's in Edmondson County, technically, Edmondson, I think. Yeah. But anyway, uh, the Kentucky National Guard is prepared. <laughs> that mud place. It shows you how much I know. <laughs> you know, that mud place. The boggin. The Kentucky National. Was Mitch McConnell there? <laughs> he likes to mud bog. Only in Grayson The County Kentucky National Guard is preparing to assist local officials at polling locations in 38 counties on Election Day. About 280 guardsmen will provide logistical and administrative support on Tuesday. They will not be wearing fatigues. You won't necessarily know them to be National Guard uh, soldiers. They will be there for administrative need. That's, again, in 38 counties. I uh, did hear yesterday or in uh, out of Frankfurt that some lawmakers are getting testimony on a new family leave act for state workers, 12 weeks of paid family leave for the birth or adoption of a child. Okay, I'm all right with that. I think it's a little excessive. You think 12 is too much? Mm-hmm. Uh, by the way, they did go on to say that uh, including both the new mother and father, if both work for the state, they used uh, for um, – in. The way they arrived at this model of 12 weeks is they followed places like Humana, GE, Amazon, Yum, Mm -hmm. Papa John's, Brown Foreman, Ford, and UPS and modeled, if that's what they're doing, that's what we're going to do for state government. But you're also going to look at those those huge, giant corporations have billions and billions of dollars in revenue. Mm -hmm. This is tax-owned employment, and 12 weeks is excessive. Mm-hmm. Can you afford to have your employees take off for 12 weeks and pay them? Three months. Absolutely not. I mean, that's so I just I, my heart goes out. I've been a mom who's been on maternity leave. But after six weeks, I was ready to get back to work. That's what the doctors say. And that's what I did. And right. now I do mm-hmm. like being able for dad to be off if dad wants to be off some time in that, too. 
but 12 weeks is excessive to me. And honestly, that 12 week is really a recruiting tool for those companies because they are attracting the best of the best in the industry and they have to up their recruitment, uh, their benefits to be able to draw that talent in. The state doesn't necessarily have to, to well, keep up with that. But does that I mean then think. the state can't be as competitive and we lose the best people to private enterprise so our state government is less effective or less talented? I don't talented? think it's less effective. I think it's less effective when you have t- you have two employees, if mom and dad both work, taking off for a total of taxpayers paying 12 mm. weeks. I, mean, I just think it gets different when you get into tax paid. By the way, in case it helps employment. for uh, uh, protecting taxpayers, it has to be at the time of birth, it has to be consecutive, mm-hmm. and it mm-hmm. has to be, you know, you can't wait a month and then go, oh, I think I'm going to take my 12 right. weeks now. It has to line up with the uh, the period of time there. So I just think doubling sorry. the normal standard is a lot. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you go from six to eight weeks, that's one thing. But Mark Stoops says he's considering additional quarterback options to help jumpstart the offense as uh, Georgia comes to Lexington on Saturday. Uh, our understanding, Terry Wilson uh, has an injury that is limiting his ability to practice this week. At least that's what we're hearing. Uh, you could see Joey Gatewood, could even see Bo Allen. That'd be a baptism by fire coming out on Saturday when the dogs come to town. The Dodgers have won their first World Series since 1988 last night. And uh, congratulations to the Dodgers, I guess, and Dodgers fans. Um, I got a picture of my <laughs> Uncle Hub right before the show. Um, Love it. I like Congrats. half that picture. Uh, well, I mean, I like two-thirds <laughs> of the picture. I like the UK pullover. And contrary to what I might lead you to believe, I like my Uncle Hub. But I don't like that hat. <laughs> but it's been a big, uh, big fall for Los Angeles. Yeah. The Lakers win. The Dodgers win. Too bad the Kings couldn't win the uh, Stanley Cup, or it would have been a really big. So congratulations to Uncle Hub and all the Dodgers fans. And also want to remind you that the Lady Cougars will be playing volleyball tonight. They'll be hosting Meade County in the third region semifinals at 530 at Cougar Gym today. If you don't have a ticket, don't bother. Just follow along with at K105 Sports on Twitter. Have all your updates for you. So there's the tournament. Breckenridge County, Davis County in the nightcap. Grayson County, Meade County in the opener at 530. Here's all your latest news. Got to get to a break. More on the way here from In the Know. Today is Plush Animal Lovers Day, or what we would call stuffed animals. That's what I wore yesterday. I had yes. my sweater on. I was a yes. plush animal yesterday. But there was, there's a difference. I mean, a taxidermist would say a stuffed animal is different than what we would say a stuffed animal is. So yeah. it's actually Plush Animal Lovers Day, not the taxidermy kind of animal. And it's also National Chocolate Day. And before Misty, you say, wait, I just celebrated that in July. It's true. There mm-hmm. are two, for whatever reason, National Chocolate Because it deserves to. Some so, things get double the love. That's why I just figured you you would be all on board with a, My double portion. With a July, the promised me. July and September. You just didn't know the double portion was coming this early in life. Correct? But I'll take it anytime don't, he wants to give it. Yeah, don't question it. Just I deserve don't. chocolate day to day after the snake on my I agree. You really do, and you can have mine. I'm going to get a double portion of biscotti. <laughs> Me too. Not that I'm going to have your biscotti or your biscotti. I just I have a feeling a serving. there's more than one serving in there, and I'm going to have all of it. I am going to play on your own emotions and ask you for your serving yesterday. 
a later today and tell you that I deserve it because there was a snake on my desk. <laughs> so be prepared to forfeit your biscotti you to can, this corn girl. You can milk that for a long time if I you can, need to. And I will. And uh, coming up, here's everything you need to know. Um, there's a rare blue moon coming up on Saturday. Heard so, about this hurricane time change, uh, blue moon, COVID, Halloween's are moon, not crazy enough. Time change, right? murder hornets are back in the news this week. Halloween right? only sees a full moon Can't every 19 queen. years, meaning U.S. time zones won't experience another until 2039. That's a full moon, but this will be a blue moon, which is the second full moon of the month, which occurs about once every two and a half years. So, blue moons only two and a half years, and then. The one that lands on Halloween, first time since 1944. Oh, goodness. Blue moon, you left me standing alone. Blue moon. I don't know the rest. I forgot the rest of this of the song. But Denny's is uh, Denny Cooks. <laughs> Denny Cooks, uh, he owns all the Denny's restaurants. So if you have a problem with one, then you just you talk to him about it. Yeah. Um, but they are turning their popular moons over Miami breakfast sandwich oh, <laughs> into blue moons over Miami. Okay. So for this weekend, you can get um, the blue version of the sandwich will be super exclusive and will only be offered on October 31st at 20 restaurants in the Miami-Dade area. Aww. Ah, Boo. I would eat that. I can travel. Yeah, yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to pack a bag. There are a couple of airlines sitting on a bunch of our money, actually, so we, we're holding chips from them. They have to take us wherever we want to go. I'd eat that, too. Yeah, it just... I would I, try it. looks... I don't know that I would it enjoy it, but it I would It doesn't look appetizing, try. but yeah, I would give it... Uh, I would give it a try. Also, Misty, I know your morning's been bad, but your week's getting better. The Cheesecake Factory will give you a free slice of Reese's or Hershey's cheesecake this week. Just for me? Uh, I think maybe, or or anyone you like. Okay. How How do we get our hands on that? The chain will be giving customers one complimentary slice of Reese's peanut butter chocolate cake or Hershey's chocolate bar cheesecake with any order of $30 or more. Place through those mobile That's carriers. An or the, right. I know. You've been like, there. Give me some yeah. lettuce wraps and yeah. yeah, just give me the appetizer <laughs> sample. Yeah, that's a diet coke and a, and a lettuce wrap. And by the way, pro tip, pro tip: if you've never, if you've not done the Cheesecake Factory before, I know Misty may disagree, but my pro tip move is when you go in to order dinner, order the cheesecake first and just tell them to box it up because mm-hmm. you won't get there. Mm-mm. You know, you, you won't get to the cheesecake to where you'll have it and enjoy it. So order it first because it's in the name Cheesecake Factory. Mm-hmm. Then eat the rest of your meal, and then you've got a little, you know. Yeah. Then you can eat your cheesecake when you get home. Let me tell you, they have these new pork belly sliders. Just go ahead and get two orders of those. We've had those somewhere, and they oh, are really gosh. good. I don't know where we had them, but they're. But if you've not had them at Cheesecake Factory, you've not lived. Mm-hmm. <sighs> so good. Solid. Mm-hmm. All right, so I always got to work in some food stuff there. Yeah, thanks. I'm trying to think where we had those. Finish off this protein. Shake. Misty, have you had any Zoom meetings this week? Not this week, honey. I don't think you've had any Zoom meetings this week, have you? I know <laughs> no, you're sorry. not. You've not been as much of a of a Zoomer. I've not. I've avoided any Zoom meetings this week. It's a rare week that I've been able to avoid a Zoom meeting. Yeah. But we've been doing it for long enough since March that um, I have been able to identify. The characters you find on Zoom. Okay, right? good. We, we have enough of a track record now 
that you can identify particular characteristic types uh-huh. of people on Zoom. For instance, there's the lurker. Mm. Misty, do you know who the lurker is? Mm-hmm. The lurker who refuses to turn their camera on. Yep. Even though everybody else's camera mm-hmm. is on. Now I've been on some zooms that are just kind of audio zooms, and I'm fine. I've been in some, I've been on some zooms where I'm on the roll, and I think I'm not going to make people sick by being able to see. Mm-hmm. You know, you get car sick by seeing all that moving in the background. So I'll just stay on audio. But if you're on, if you're the one person who's not on video when everyone else is, then it's like the one commercial where you must be in the pool. Yeah. <laughs> And we saw that on Cedric the Entertainer, somebody on Zoom, and she was floating in the pool with a tray of like yeah. fresh fruit yeah. while this meeting was going yeah. on. And so you've got the uh, lurker. You've got the pirate who is constantly hijacking the meeting and steering it off topic. Yeah. Do you know the, the, the pirate? Have you run into one of those? Yeah. Those are actually called the sharks. Yes, uh-huh. they are. That's that's the hmm. technical Name when you study out how to stay in control of facilitating the meeting. All right. The social butterfly. This is the chatty coworker who wants in on every Zoom call and seems to be buddies with everyone. I don't know who wants on more Zoom meetings. I want on less Zoom meetings. I'm probably that coworker. I don't want in on more, but I'm chatty. The narcissist won't stop staring at themselves on the screen. Not only shows up to the meeting dressed to the nines, but they keep adjusting their collar and hair and making faces at themselves. Uh, we do that on air here just because we can see ourselves, <laughs> right? but it's not because we're being narcissistic. Right. It's like, is there a booger on my face? Or like, even if you can marginally improve things? your appearance, it might help. Yeah, like, I'm sorry you have to stare at this. Okay. I right. signed up for radio. They put me on screen. Amen. So I'm sorry. I don't know what product <laughs> it's they're advertising. But the husband and wife who decide they're going to have a Zoom date uh, are going to have a, a date with another couple down the street. And the guy walks out onto the patio and the couple that he thinks are going to be on Zoom are sitting on their patio with his wife. And he's standing there in his tidy whities because <laughs> he has a shirt yes. on because he yes, thinks I all I need, yes. all I need is a shirt on for this Zoom date. Yes. But now my neighbors are here staring at me in my underwear because I got confused yes. on whether it was in person or, or, vir- or virtual. There's the Joker. Way too many jokes. One or two are fine. But yeah, then you, it's, it's the, so. this, ha- this hasn't turned into a comedy club routine for you. Right. We're, we're not your, We didn't pay to show up and see you perform. The baker always popping in something in or out of the oven during the meeting. And showing off what it is they are making. I've not encountered this person. I would like to, though. And then there's the chaos creator. Serious household distractions going on. Maybe the kids are practicing their musical instruments. Maybe the dog is sick. <laughs> Maybe there's another Zoom meeting going on in the same room. So you've got shared space, and they're having a Zoom call, and you're having a Zoom call, and the Zoom calls get crossed. And Now, I, d- I was... That person last semester, because I had a board meeting scheduled at the same time, I had a Tuesday class, mm-hmm. and they both started at the same time. So I'd have my laptop open in one class and then my board meeting on my phone. Yeah, well, if I were younger and had to do Zoom meetings back in the day, that would so be me. Mm-hmm. 
Like, right? a lot going on. Like, Sorry. a dog, some kids. <laughs> I mean. So she won't mind because she knows how much I, I respect her. But Julie Schmidt from KET is the outgoing chair of the KBA, and I'm the chair-elect. And so we've been, uh, along with David Brinkley down at WKU and a couple of other people from on staff at KBA, we've had a lot of Zoom meetings over the summer. And Julie has a dog, and Julie apparently has a UPS man that comes always during meeting time. So it's one so of it's those the things UPS man's fault, Julie, the, right? The UPS man shows up and rings the doorbell, and the dog goes crazy. And so it's just, you know. Julie's keeping the economy afloat. Always some chaos going on. That's right. Yeah. Got to get to a break. We'll come back. Got plenty more on the way. I think we're going to play You Pick Trivia coming up. You're on in the note. Did you know the revenue generated from gambling is more than the combined revenue from movies, cruise ships, recorded music, theme parks, and spectator sports combined. Are you serious? Yeah, I would believe that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, think about how many places there are in the world where gambling is technically not allowed. You know, Kentucky, sure, you got paramutual horse racing, and uh, and that may be subject to change. You may you may see it change, and, and slowly it is changing. But it's not even close. The revenue generated from gambling worldwide is more than the combined revenue from movies, cruise ships, recorded music, theme parks, and spectator sports combined. Yeah. It is a... Uh, I can absolutely that, that believe that. It does make sense because people aren't going in and losing $20 you drop at the movie. They're losing thousands. Yeah. Well, yeah, absolutely. But uh, it's just a lot of revenue generated. I I wonder if that includes lottery tickets. That has to include lottery tickets. Maybe. I don't know. Um, I have I have noticed we're slipping a little bit. You know, back when we were all staying home, we tried to make sure and exercise our melons to make sure we were keeping our noggins sharp. And I'm not sure we're doing a good job of that. So I'd like to play a round of you pick trivia. Okay. Just to see how we're how we're running. Mm-hmm. All right, try to sharpen us back up just a little bit. And so, in the you pick trivia, you uh, if you're watching, feel free to play along in the comments. Okay, uh, but primarily we're letting uh, the ladies here decide. <laughs> you pick trivia. Are you all ready? Got something to write down in case you want to make some notes. Here we got you, it. you pick trivia number one. What were the first jack o' lanterns? Made from, was it wood, watermelons, turnips, or polymer plastic? What were the first jack-o'-lanterns made of? Wood, watermelons, turnips, or polymer plastic? Give me a second to think that over. Oh, y'all comparing notes. I well, see. I, I don't mind. I'm just saying you. He wrote down the same thing. You did write down the other thing. Okay. Do you all, would you all, you wrote this, you, you wrote? We wrote the same thing. The same things. thing. Okay, so yeah. on the count of three, you all say your answer at the same time. So you both get credit for the correct answer or the incorrect answer. Okay. Ready? 
What were the first jack-o'-lanterns made from? One, two, three. Turnips. Turnips, Turnips is correct. I thought wood before you ever gave us options. Wood. Well, yeah. So, but. Turnips. Turnips just felt very first Thanksgiving. Turnips and turndowns. Right? Like, yeah. Turndowns and turnips. What is hollow? As in Halloween. What is H-A-L-L-O-W? Is it A, a saint or a holy person? Is it B, a sweet treat? Is it C, a ghost? Or D, something with empty space inside. What is a hollow? H-A-L-L-O-W. A saint or a holy person. A sweet treat. A ghost or something with empty space inside. This one give you a pause at all? Did you all write down the same thing? We did not. You did not write down the same thing. No. I know what this is because I know what the original... Miss Buckles, is it A, B, C, or D? Is it a saint or a holy person, a sweet treat, a ghost, or something with empty space inside? I chose C, ghost, but yes. now I regret that answer. C as a ghost, <laughs> and that is incorrect. So, Misty, you're down to three choices. Is it a saint or holy person, a sweet treat, or something with empty space inside? It's a saint. It is a saint. It's referred to as All Saints Eve. Correct. Yes. Or All Hallows Eve. Mm -hmm. That is correct. Hallows. Uh, If something with empty space inside is Mm H-O-L-L-O-W for those of you scoring at home. And here is you pick trivia number three. According to superstition, if you stare into a mirror at midnight on Halloween, what will you see? A, your future husband or wife. B, your dead relatives. C, Dracula behind you. Or D, (laughs) your breath. (laughs) According to superstition, if you stare into a mirror at midnight on Halloween, what will you see? A, your future husband or wife. B, your dead relatives, C, Dracula behind you, or D, your breath. I mean, I would say D. Right. I wrote because, down yourself before because, you ever gave me any options. Yeah, <laughs> right. I mean, you will see D, but yeah. I don't think that's the answer that you're right. supposed to. I don't think that's the superstition. Yeah, I think that's you, had, the, you, you changed my answer right. superstition. That's now. the scientific oh. fact. According to superstition, if you stare into a mirror at midnight on Halloween, what will you see? A, your future husband or wife. B, your dead relatives. C, Dracula behind you. Or D, your breath. Did you all answer the same thing? We both wanted D, I think. <laughs> but I think we answered the yeah. same. Yeah. Okay. And on the count of three, is, uh, one, two, three, what is it? Dead relative, yes. Dead relative so is B. incorrect. Really? Your future husband or wife, according to the superstition, really? which I had never heard before. But what about us who have a husband or wife? Um, I'm not looking for another. I guess don't look in a mirror on midnight. <laughs> I mean, at yeah. midnight on Halloween right. is all I. Is, I'm good. All, I'm, all I'm, I can. I'm full of the brown, my husband. <laughs> I guess it's a superstition for single people. Now I he may be looking for a wife. Maybe I, we'll have him stand in the mirror. I, I don't. I, I certainly don't know. I can't. 
I, I can't say. Uh, what else? Uh, critics aren't loving Jim Carrey's performance as Joe Biden on Saturday Night Live, and I happen to agree. I think the writing's not too bad, but he's too Jim Carrey to was play that him Joe with the Biden. Coat open? That's that's him. Yeah. I didn't realize that was him with the coat open. It is him. He's too rubber faced. He looks too much like the mask, or he looks too yeah. much like I. I don't know. I don't. Again, I don't think the writing is too bad. And I, I've not historically liked Alec Baldwin doing the president, but I thought that Alec Baldwin did a better job playing the president this past Saturday because it wasn't overacted, and it makes me wonder if Alec Baldwin doesn't seem to be overacting the president because Jim Carrey is overacting Joe Biden. I didn't realize it was Jim Carrey. Yeah. Uh, the COVID forces CBS to trim episode orders for the 20 and 21 season. Uh, they have gone from your regular 22 episodes down to 16 to 18 episodes. Now, that's not necessarily news that is all that disappointing because they're starting late. But I hope it doesn't mean also that the series season ends early as well. But uh, got more and more new TV coming back to uh the schedule and the lineup this week. Got to get to a break. We'll come back. Got plenty more on the way. Hang around here on In the Know. MB's point to ponder for today. Uh, today is Bruce Jenner's birthday, okay? And so it made me ponder, is Bruce Jenner the only person from that Jenner-Kardashian clan that accomplished anything before becoming famous? Yeah. I'm not, uh, and by the way, I'm not knocking. Uh, yeah. I saw Kim Kardashian with David Letterman on my next guest needs no introduction. And mm-hmm. I said, I would learn a lot about Kim Kardashian that I didn't know because yeah. I've never watched keeping up with the Kardashians. And so she, I, it was enlightening mm-hmm. and, and she was, you know, she was careful to say they got famous by doing this show, but she pointed out that they had to be talented to get people to come back and keep watching. Like they, they had to be living at a level that people wanted to watch them or they wouldn't have become what they are. But really, if you think about it, Bruce Jenner is the only one who accomplished anything of that group before getting famous. Yeah. Because he was a decathlete. Right. What's his mama calling? Is his mama calling Bruce or his mama calling Caitlin? Caitlin. Because don't. I'm going with Bruce just because I, don't know I think his, mama did. I, I don't know think, if mama I, does. I think mama went on hey, baby. Yeah. Well, All right. And just, yeah. Hey, honey. Uh, by the way, speaking of David Letterman's new series, uh, new season of his series, I don't dislike Lizzo at all. In fact, I, I, I'm fine with Lizzo. But after her being on there, there's four episodes. There's four episodes. It's, um, it's on Netflix. Kim Kardashian, Robert Downey Jr., Dave Chappelle, and Lizzo. Mm-hmm. And ooh, I didn't mm-hmm. like Robert Downey Jr. Love Chappelle. But Lizzo was sort of flat. I thought I don't. I don't think Lizzo belongs in this circle. I don't think Lizzo is to the level of Dave Chappelle, Kim Kardashian, and Robert Downey Jr. And She's, I wasn't yeah. quite sure why she was in there. She's not been on the scene long enough to have the growth and the girth of a life that they have. So <laughs> I was surprised to learn that she was actually on Letterman's show before he retired. 
Really? Her her television debut was hmm. on Late Night, okay. with Dave, the, the Late Show with David Letterman. So, uh, Season 5 premiere of American Housewife tonight on ABC. Season 3 finale of The Wall on NBC. The Season 2 premiere of Martha Knows Best is on HGTV. I think what makes Lizzo so interesting is she's comfortable in her size, and she's become a new type of role model for for that demographic of girls, and yeah. it's encouraging to them, and I think that's why she got to skip over putting in the time to get the seat. Maybe. Uh, she did have a relationship with Prince. She was part of those. She's part of that group of women that were uh, that he was mentoring around mm-hmm. the Minneapolis area, so she's got some connections there. Again, she's talented, and I mm-hmm. like her. I just didn't quite. It was, it was like. How old is she? 20, yeah, she's not very old. Eight, I'm just going to say 30 yeah, something she's, in okay. the range. Yeah. So, okay. Today's highlight in history. This day, 1962, Soviet leader Nikita Khrushchev informed the United States that he had ordered the dismantling of missile bases in Cuba. In 1886, the Statue of Delivery, a gift from the people of France, was dedicated in New York Harbor by President Grover Cleveland. I'll never forget. That's Taylor Buckles calling it the Statue of Delivery. Or Liberty, whichever you choose. (laughs) President Carter and Republican presidential nominee Ronald Reagan faced off in a nationally broadcast debate in Cleveland this date in 1980. Birthdays today. Dennis Franz is 76 today. What was he on? NYPD Blue, I think. Yeah, I think that's what he was on. Uh, Bruce Jenner is 71 today. He's 71? Yep. I thought he was like 60. Mama, Mama call him Bruce Bill Gates is 65. Mama did call him Bruce, I'm certain, so that's why I can stick with that. Sure. Uh, Lauren Holly is 57. My favorite Lauren Holly role is Dumb and Dumber. Will forever be my favorite Lauren Holly role. Absolutely. She was on NCIS, and she played the director of NCIS, and she was fine. But it was but hard to watch that after, was, yeah, just, like, her I being guess. in Dumb and I Dumber. Yeah. waiting for her to raise money yeah. for the spotted for- leopard owls and, <laughs> you know, things like that. Jamie Gertz is 55 today. Andy Richter is 54. Julia Roberts is 53. Brad Paisley is 48. Joaquin Phoenix is 46. Frank Ocean is 33 today. Gone but not forgotten, Dr. Jonas Salk, born this date in 1914. Charlie Daniels was born this date in 1936. He's moved over from the celebrity birthdays list to the gone but not forgotten. Chart toppers. Let's go to... 1956, Elvis Aaron Presley was number one. You all heard that song before? A couple times. Not not a fan. I actually cleaned out like some cassette tapes yesterday that yeah. were Elvis. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. You didn't throw them in the burn pile, I hope. Not the burn pile. <laughs> the Beatles, number one this day, 1965, with yesterday. Do you may recall that the original title of that was Scrambled Eggs? I don't think I've ever heard that before. No, Jimmy Kimmel rewrote it with Scrambled Eggs. Oh, Scrambled Eggs. It's like, what are you, what? <laughs> it is kind of funny if you ever listen to Jimmy Fallon's version of it. Uh, let's go to 1974. Stevie Wonder was number one with you. Haven't done nothing. My apologies to Karen Taylor. Amen. It's a song that sounds like it's in three different keys. 
just, yeah, you haven't done nothing. With no G. Right. Well, if it helps Miss Taylor, the other option was from that year, the number one song of the state was Bachman Turner Overdrive's You Ain't Seen Nothing Yet. Oh, dear. So <laughs> it could have perhaps been worse. Sure. Or I perhaps could have done both. But I guess the fact that I mentioned both is just as bad. And if you had done both at the same time, it wouldn't have been any more grating on a grammar teacher's ears. You haven't done nothing, and you ain't seen nothing yet. <laughs> Let's go to 1983. Bama, as in Allah, was number one. She. Somebody. Kenny and Dolly were number one on the pop charts that day with Islands in the Stream. Air Supply, Making Love Out of Nothing at All, number one on another chart. Literally just heard that yesterday. It came up on my playlist. Yeah. And Bonnie Tyler, Total Eclipse of the Heart. Good you day could, in music, chart-wise. Right? You played... What? I thought you'd want to hear Alabama. I'm sorry. I thought you all liked Alabama. We do, Bonnie but, Tyler? Right? I play Bonnie Tyler a lot when she Not comes enough. up. Not enough. Obviously, because right. we're angry about it today. Clearly. <laughs> There's a biscotti. Does that help? And a snake. So, we're even. 1992. Yeah, this helps. This helps. Help. Help. a little bit yeah. of your air. I like Alabama. Thank you. I like Alabama, too. Right. Not better than Total Eclipse of the Heart. Right? Yeah. I never passed that one up. You just made Randy Owen sad. Just don't realize. A lot of people are sad. But Randy Owen would say, man, you didn't play Total Eclipse of the Heart? Look at our faces. <laughs> he is disappointed in you. 2001. Alicia Keys. And Fallen. All right. Just the way you are, Bruno Mars in 2010. And Dan and Shay, 10,000 hours a year ago today. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today says, If you are not willing to risk the usual, you will have to settle for the ordinary. If you are not willing to risk the usual, you will have to settle for the ordinary. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Look forward to seeing you back here tomorrow for another edition of our show. For Misty Thomas, for B, I'm MB, and now you're in.